Well, good morning, and thank you for tuning in online, Summit Church. We're so excited about this opportunity that we have to share the message of Jesus through the online portal. This last week has been overwhelming with the status of the COVID-19 virus becoming a global pandemic. Over the past several days, we as a leadership team have been processing and praying and walking through the decision to support the, uh, the city of Sault Ste. Marie and their statement of limiting large gatherings for the safety of all people. So this morning we are choosing to run service online, that you're going to experience the same worship, the same teaching, the same Jesus as you would in person, just in the comfort of your home. So here we are today, gathering and worshiping from home, still declaring the hope that is found in Jesus. We believe that this morning will guide you to an elevated life. So why don't you kick back? Why don't you relax, grab coffee, sing along, and enjoy the morning with us? Good morning, church, wherever you are. Let's worship together, sing, and give him praise. Come, let us worship our King. Come, let us bow at His feet. He has done great things. See what our Savior has done. See how His love overcomes. He has done great things. He has done great things. Oh, hero of heaven, you conquer the grave. You free every captive and break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh, Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh, God, you have done great
done great things. You've done great things. Oh, hero of heaven, conquer the grave. You free every captain and break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awaken the life. Oh, Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh, God, you have done great trust in you. Good morning, Summit Church. My name is Pastor Noah. I'd like to welcome you here to our first ever online service. We trust that you will enjoy your experience during this unique season in Ontario. You can stay up to date with all the latest information and updates on our Facebook page or email. If you are not on our emailing address, please send us a message at the office at thesummitcommunity.com. As we continue to worship together, we would ask that you consider financially giving during this season. You can give a number of ways, text to give, tithely, or even on our website. So grab a coffee, sing along, and enjoy this time. Sing this together and raise our hallelujah all over the city. Now raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah. in the middle. 
sing a little louder. Raise your voice, sing it out. Sing a little louder in the presence of my enemies. Sing a little louder, louder than the unbelief. Sing a little louder. My weapon is a melody. Sing a little louder. Heaven comes to fight for. Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder, louder than the unbelief. Sing a little louder. My weapon is a melody. Sing a little louder. Heaven comes to fight for me. Sing a little louder. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder. You're gonna hear.
of uncertainty in this time of fear, Lord, we stand upon you and we call your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome to the Summit Online. We're excited about uh, this morning and the opportunity we have to share with you. Uh, we've, we've had a great time 
in worship. We've had a great opportunity to experience God's presence, and, and now we are going to hear from God's Word. This morning, uh, I want to challenge you with the word of hope. This last week has been a, a, a seemingly a situation where hope has kind of disappeared. Lots of people in our community and in our nation across this world are struggling with the idea of hope because of this virus that has been uh, declared now a pandemic. But we believe firmly that there is hope found in Jesus. We believe firmly that there's hope that we can have, that there is a bright day, that there is an incredible thing happening, and God is working. You see, when we feel like there's no hope, we can hold on to the truth that God is our hope. This morning, I want to talk about hope. I want to talk about what it looks like to place our hope in the God of hope who will fill us with joy, peace, and power. But before we do that, why don't we have a little fun? I know you're, you're at home, so it's a little bit different than being around the tables in the building, but, but we want to give you a top five, and we're only going to give you about 30 seconds to come up with the answer to this top five. Here it is. Can you name for me the top five things that people put their hope in? Top five things people put their hope in. Ready, go. As the time is ticking, you're going to have an opportunity. And I'm not going to jump in, but remember, I didn't make this list up. So, uh, so you have to, you can't get mad at me. Don't throw anything at your TV. It would be very bad. Uh, but, but see how well you can do. You got a couple seconds left, and we're going to bring this back together. I did not create this list, remember. So here we go. Top five things people put their hope in. Number one, number one, they put their hope in possessions. The things that they can have, they can grab onto. And when they lose those possessions, all of a sudden, they've lost hope. The second thing they put their hope in is, is health, in their health. Number three is their career. They put their hope in their career, that everything's built around what they can do. Their whole identity sometimes is wrapped up in their career. Number two, the number two thing is money. Oh, yes, that word, money, that we put our hope in money. And the number one thing that people put their hope in is their family, is their family. That's the number one thing. And I think this week has challenged us a little bit. It's caused us to think. It's caused us to, to step back. It's caused us to, uh, for some, it may have caused panic and fear. But hope, my friends, hope is one of the most essential elements of life. We have to have hope. If we don't have hope, we feel lost. We can live without many things. We can live without the possessions, the, the career, the money. We can live with all those things, but we cannot live without hope. In fact, everybody seems to have something to say about hope. Let me give you a few. Aristotle says this, hope is a waking dream. Alfred uh, Tennyson says this, hope smiles from the threshold of the year to come, whispering, it will be happier, whispering these words in our ears. And Samuel Falkinson says these words, without the dark, we'd never see the stars. Hope, hope is a wonderful thing. This morning, 
we want to talk about hope. Hope makes a difference in life. Hope is essential when we face crisis. We can attempt to find hope in all of the elements of our top five, but ultimately hope needs to be anchored in Jesus, our living hope. Hope is found in him. As I was studying, there's this story of a young mother. Her name is Laura Sobeck. Her son was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. She walked through the struggles and the battle and the pain of receiving the diagnosis that says there's only X amount of time to live. She walked through the tragedy of losing him. And through this roller coaster ride, she found herself challenged and struggled to understand why, how come, when she reached the breaking point, the words from the Gospel of Luke echoed in her mind. And they were these words, Luke chapter 22, verse 41 and 42. He walked away, Jesus that is, about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and he prayed. Father, Jesus said, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Laura goes on to explain in her own words these, this very truth of hope. She says this, Hope is something much bigger than anything physical we may desire. It's about rising, raising our eyes from a point on the horizon to the heavens and into eternity. And then she says these words, and it's about relying on God's grace to do it, no matter what the cost. No matter what the cost. As she wrestled through the loss of her son, when her hope seemed to diminish, she realized that hope is not found in stuff, but hope is anchored in Jesus, that he is who he says he is. And that we can find hope and strength in him. Paul writes about this type of hope that we find in God in Romans chapter 15 verse 13. In the Greek, the word hope means to anticipate with great joy. And in Hebrew, it means anticipation or expectation. And Paul says these words in verse 13 of chapter 15 in Romans. I pray, I pray that, the, that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. And he goes on to say at the end of this promise, then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. This morning, we want to talk about the fact that God is the God of hope. In the midst of the circumstance that we walk through, in the midst of this season of, uh, uh, that we're in right now, that there is a God, and the God is the God of hope. Friends, faith releases hope, joy, and peace in our lives. Doubt steals the joy and steals the peace, but faith means trusting in the God of hope, and it releases hope and joy and peace into our lives. The hope 
for day-to-day living. The hope we can have in the midst of the crisis of a pandemic, the hope that we can have in the midst of a diagnosis of cancer or disease or illness or sickness or even in death. We can have hope because of Jesus. Erwin McManus comments this way. He says, hope lifts us out of the rubble of our failures, our pain and our fear to rise above what at one point seemed insurmountable. Our ability to endure, to persevere, to overcome is fueled by this one seemingly innocuous ingredient called hope. We have hope in a God of hope. And the God of hope fills us with joy, with peace, and with power. So this morning, as we walk through this verse, we look at these three points, that the God of hope will, not could, not might, but the God of hope will fill you with all joy. He'll fill you with joy. There is joy in God's presence. There's joy that's found in God's presence. Listen to these words we find in Scripture. Jeremiah chapter 15 says, When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, O Lord, God of heaven's armies. First Peter, we read this. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible Joy. There's joy in God's presence. Isaiah chapter uh, 61, we read, I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in the robe of righteousness. I am like the, a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. The God of hope will fill us with joy. And there is, there is a joy, sorry, there is joy in God's presence. Not only will the God of hope fill you with all joy, but the God of hope will fill you with peace. In the midst of this chaos, in the midst of this uh, season, in the midst of this uncertainty all around us, the God of hope will fill you with peace. Peace. Genuine peace, friends, is a gift, a gift from God. We read these words in Scripture. Psalm 29, verse 11 said, The Lord gives his people strength and blesses them with peace. Isaiah 48, we read, Oh, that you had listened to my commands. Then you would have had peace flowing like a gentle River and righteousness rolling over you like waves in the sea. Jesus talks in John's gospel, chapter 14. He says, I am leaving you with a gift. I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Jesus also says, so don't be afraid in chapter 14. 
Don't be troubled or afraid. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. That you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. The God of hope will fill us with joy. The God of hope will fill us with peace. And friends, the God of hope will fill us with power. He'll fill us with power, and that power is power of the Holy Spirit that we'll experience the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives to help us, to lead us, and to guide us. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 3, you may experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That comes from God. He continues on in chapter 5 of Ephesians to say, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Singing psalms and hymns of spiritual songs among yourself and making music to the Lord in your heart. In your hearts. And finally, we read in Acts chapter 13. And the believers were filled. The believers were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter 2, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. You see, friends, we have the God of hope to provide and to fill us with joy and with peace and with power. And as we walk through these uncertain times, as we walk through these situations that many of us have never even seen and or faced and or experienced before, we can hold on to the fact that there is a God of hope who loves us and cares for us and is walking with us. And we can experience the God of hope. We can experience peace and joy and power. I close with this story. A 21-year-old man named Matthew. He had been homeless for three years, sleeping rough on the streets of London. Pastor Mark pointed to uh, a church army while he was still in his 20s, met him on the streets in London and brought him some food, and eventually led him to Christ. And as he was getting up to leave, he said these words. He says, Matthew, over the next month, I'm going to be on platform speaking to thousands of people. One of the sessions I'm going to be speaking at is the whole general synod about mission. Matthew, what piece of advice do you want me to give to the church of England today? And Matthew, the homeless man, replied, the church's job is to stop arguing and to bring people hope. Pastor Mark commented, I've never heard a better definition 
of what we should be about. We need to stop arguing about all kinds of stuff and bring hope in the midst of hopeless situations. Don't we have a gospel of hope, a gospel that brings hope, a God of hope, a gospel of life, a gospel of transformation, a gospel of joy and of grace, and above all else, of hope, of an eternal life, hope found in Jesus. So friends, this morning, as we journey through this new day, we do it in confident hope that God is the God of hope and that he will fill us with all joy and peace and power and that we can be hope to our community, that we can bring that hope to our neighbors and to our, our, our neighborhoods and to our community and let them know that there is a God that loves them and that there is hope, hope found in Jesus. And I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray this morning. Father, we come to you. And God, we thank you that you are who you say you are. And that you're going to do all that you promised to do. So God, we just surrender our lives to you. We thank you. And we praise you. God, we pray that you continue to stir hope within us. And that as you stir that hope within us, that we would share the hope that's found in you to our community to our neighborhoods, to our neighbors. God, we pray for this uh, outbreak, this pandemic across our nation, across the world. And God, we pray that you would bring healing to our land. God, that you would bring healing to those that, that uh, uh, have been, uh, who have tested positive. God, that you would sustain them and God, that you would heal their bodies. So God, we thank you that you are in control. We thank you that you are the God of hope and that you bring hope to us now. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
worthy.
Thanks for tuning in with us. We trust that this morning was a great morning for you to experience the power and the hope that's found in Jesus. Please stay tuned to our Facebook page and to our email blast as we continue to monitor the situation to know where and what's happening within the ministries throughout the week and into uh, next weekend and the weeks to come. We still believe that God is in control and we know for certain that his promises are true. So would you hold on to the promise of scripture? Would you hold on to his word that he is the God of hope? We bless you and thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Summit Church Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's message, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at thesummitcommunity.com. We hope that today's word guides you to living an elevated life like never before. And finally, if you want to stay up to date with what we are doing as a church family, contact us through our social media or our email list. We would hate to see you miss out on being a part of an upcoming event with us at The Summit.